Dale. Yeah. Holy fuck, man. What? <laughs> the, what? the world. The world. In the when did we record our last episode? Two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I think we recorded. Or we maybe wait. Was that the one? No, yeah, we recorded like two weeks ago, and then shit hit the fan. Yeah, like in the two weeks since we recorded, uh, the world is ending. Everyone is fucked. Unless you have entire rooms full of toilet paper and hand sanitizer, you are definitely going to die. Uh, and do, do you want to? Do you want to hear a weird confession from me? Yeah. Uh, so, always. Yeah. So I've never, I've never paid attention <laughs> yes. to my toilet paper consumption before because it's just like whatever. There's always just toilet paper. And then Andrea went to go see her parents. Like, I guess kismet right before shit hit the fan. She's like, oh, I want to see my parents in case it gets bad. So she drove to Alberta. So I've been here by myself, and the whole toilet paper thing happened. And I was like, oh fuck, maybe I need extra toilet paper. So you and me when we went to Salmon Arm to drop off Noah, remember yes. it was like, we're stopping at every place trying to find right. toilet paper. And hand and sanitizer. We, yeah. And we didn't find toilet paper until Salmon Arm where I bought 12 rolls. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to use 12. So anyway, smash cut to it's been a week since then. And I've only gone through half a roll of toilet paper. Yeah. So a couple things about that. <laughs> Number one, women use an insane amount of toilet paper. Because- oh, I know. Oh, Cause they wipe no matter what they're doing. Right. Like, yeah. you know, they just wipe like front and back. Yeah. I mean, you go in there and even if you just like sit on the toilet for like a five minute decompression rest from life, they still wipe for that. Uh, <laughs> and guys, like I barely wipe when I shit half the time. So yeah. <laughs> like rest yeah. of the time you just, you, you, you air dry it. Wait, uh, you're not, you're not a one and done guy. Are you? What? For toilet Where paper? You, you wipe once and then whatever happens, that's it? No, I mean, it depends. It, that's you know, disgusting. Okay. Without, getting, without getting too much into it. I'm going to say something that's probably gross, but needs to be said. If there's still brown on the toilet paper, you wipe again. That's just social normalcy. Yeah, no, that's that's a great rule. And there are times where like you do the first wipe and there's nothing there at all. And so yeah. you feel you feel safe. And then you do like a, a, a like, that's true. I guess, you always do the, you do the like a, a, like a secure wipe just in case you wiped wrong the first time. Yeah. Cause like every time you go and then there's nothing there, you're like, what the fuck? Like there should be something there. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you look at the mark. Anyway, that's besides the point. Uh, there's been panic buying. So for those of you who maybe don't, know what's going on uh and haven't i'd I'd say if they don't know what's going on they're not listening to this because you need the internet to listen to this and if you have the internet you better fucking know what's going on i I guess maybe if you're not paying attention like you're not paying attention to what's going on yeah which you clearly think given and this is something we'll get into later in the episode there are some (laughs) people out there who just like you know, by all outward appearances, have no fucking appreciation of what is actually happening or the seriousness of it. Oh, dude, um, that reminds me. So the other day, like, I'm doing like this whole thing about like, don't touch anything, wash your hands. I'm doing like the dirty hand, clean hand thing, where it's like you touch all the doorknobs and stuff with your right hand and you save your left hand to hold your keys and stuff. And then when you get somewhere, you like wipe your hands or whatever. So I was wearing a latex glove on my right hand, just my right hand. 
because I'm like, this way I can touch the elevator buttons. I can turn the doorknobs and everything. So I get on the door on the, on the elevator and this guy's like, nice Michael Jackson glove, huh? And I'm like, yeah, thanks. Was like, it it's fingerless? Like, no. Okay. It's like six that would in the morning. The purpose. Yeah. I don't know if he's trying to be funny or whatever. He's like, you're taking this pretty seriously, huh? And I'm like, you, you aren't? He's like, no. And I'm like, well, you should. And he's like, oh, you can't live in fear, man. And they like talks. And then as he's about to get off the elevator, I'm like, you're going to kill old people. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That's when you just start doing the like, uh, before you get off the elevator, you are you just do one of the. <laughs> <laughs> and then walk out, go on with your day and see how scared he is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, for those of you who have not been paying attention at all, uh, COVID-19, the novel coronavirus has, you know, up until, fuck, like, it feels like a lifetime ago. Up until two weeks ago, it was like, there was like China, and it was China's problem. And then they yeah, were like... that's exactly what it was. It was like, it's not coming here. <laughs> no, and there was like a smattering of cases, like, everywhere. Yeah, it was like... In China, and then once in a while, someone who was in China, like a ex-national of China, would go somewhere else, and then it would be there, and you're like, what? Yeah, or someone who traveled from China, or like anyone who was dumb enough to go on a fucking cruise ship, which, mm. I'm sorry, you deserve diseases if you go on a cruise. Yeah, um, cruises, I think the one takeaway from the whole coronavirus is cruises are gross. Yeah, I, I mean, all cruise lines should be cats. So, there was this <laughs> situation... Up until, uh, what was it? I'm looking at the chart right now. Oh, like when it came to North America? It was like, it was humming along and there were like not a ton of new cases. Most of the people in China were recovering. It looked like by all measures, this thing was going to be contained. We were just going to have a regular fucking year, which is something that everyone was so desperate for after last year. And then March 13th hits. Um, and all of a sudden you had, uh, fuck, what is the date today? It is the 22nd. So nine days ago, you had, suddenly you had these cluster outbreaks in, uh, Washington, which is where it had been, uh, California, uh, and New York state and in the U S and, and you could see little, like little single cases starting to pop up in a lot of the other states. Yeah. And this is a recipe for disaster. Like, we have the same thing in Canada, but Canada is like, we're all uh, super polite and relatively well-behaved, and we have a really good healthcare system, and uh, we, we aren't, the, culturally, we are not the same as the United States, where it's like, fuck what you tell me to do, I've got my freedom, whereas the U.S. is like, very individualist, uh, people are very like, focused on their freedom. They do not like being told what to do. And they have a trash bag of a healthcare system where even if you had this disease, if you wanted to go and get tested for it, it was going to put you in debt at least a couple thousand dollars, even if you had really good insurance. Um, Yeah. I think it was like 3,400 for the test. And yeah, just just to get tested, whether you were positive or not. So all these things contributed to this perfect shitstorm. Um, and I shouldn't just bag on the U.S. here because there was also Italy at, at the same time. Um, Italy and, and more broadly Europe had like same thing, like a few clusters of cases. And then all of a sudden uh, the lid blew off the whole fucking thing. Uh, yeah. you, you have 
hundreds of thousands of cases in uh, Europe right now. You have the U.S. has jumped from like having, I think, a thousand cases 10 days ago to yeah. 33,000 cases now. And uh, 15,700 of those are in New York State alone. Yeah, you have. And that's that's based like that is a small that's the low end of the assumption because there are definitely a fucking ton of people who have it in the U.S. Uh, that have not been tested for it yet. Oh, yeah. Um, you have Italy. Italy and a lot of other European countries are on total fucking lockdown. Uh, U.S. Because the, the funny thing was, like, Italy was like, oh, they're like, they tried the social distancing thing that we had, like what we're going through currently now, i.e. why we're doing this separately on video chat. But then they just the like the people just kept going to pubs and getting drunk with each other and shit and like fucking France had to hand out like forty thousand citations to people who just wouldn't stay in their house so they're like fuck you all you're not allowed to leave your house. My favorite thing out of this was did you see the story <laughs> the story in France where it was like um, the this one town in France had allowed this Smurf cosplay convention oh. to happen. <laughs> And they asked they asked the mayor why he allowed it, and he was like, "We might not have the chance tomorrow." So yeah, like, it's like Smurfs. Like, could you imagine if you died because of Smurfs? Like, you're like, I painted myself blue, and then I went and stood with like thirty thousand people, and that's why I'm dying. Worth it. Yeah. Set a record. I mean, on, on, they did set the the Guinness <laughs> World Record for a Smurf conjuration. So yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, long story short, uh, the world is fucking ending right now, uh, in North America, we're all basically on like voluntary lockdown. I want to say yeah, it's right now it's called, um, self-isolation where it's like you stay at home as much as you like more than you normally would. And you only go to like grocery stores and stuff and like essential businesses are ordered closed. And and this is all in pursuit of something that they're calling flattening the curve and flattening the curve is basically, it isn't to limit the amount of people that actually get this illness because it's estimated that like almost 70% of people in North America will get this disease over the next year. Mm -hmm. Um, What it is, is to spread out people contracting it over a longer period of time. So you aren't just like, Hey, healthcare system, fuck you. You're suddenly buried in people. We got (laughs) fucking like hospital beds and makeshift morgues. And you know, we got to like start churning out ventilators uh, at an incredible rate, which is basically where we're at right now, uh, especially in the U S and in Europe. Yeah. Like this whole thing is just so we don't crush our healthcare system. Like, Yeah, like we're not going to stop everybody from getting sick, but we want to be able to treat the people who are critically ill when they're sick. And if we just fuck it, everybody's like, ah, fuck it, whatever. Let's get it over with. Let's all get sick, which I was guilty of. I was like, hey, why don't we just get sick now? And then we don't have to deal with it for like being afraid of getting sick for like six months. But if we all got sick, apparently the economy would implode and our hospitals would light on fire. Well, so the economy is already imploding. My thing is more like, cause I look at that uh, for those of you who don't know or are new to the podcast, I am dating a girl uh, in the United States. Uh, right below where, wait, is Pennsylvania below New York? Pennsylvania is like, you have New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. It's like basically all in the same fucking area. So it's, it's like, it's close enough to New York to be scary. 
Yeah. Oh, and and Cates County that she's in is like the epicenter of outbreaks in Pennsylvania. Um, so, but like even all all that notwithstanding, I'm like. I'm dating a girl in the States. The Canadian-US border is shut down for the foreseeable future. Which, in the per- it's got to be the first time in history, It right? is the first time. It, well, probably since the time we, like, fought each other and Canada kicked America's ass. In the uh, War of 1812? That's like, the one, buddy. Our one bragging point that our, we bring up every single time we get people, chirped by the hold States. Hold on to it. That's the, one, <laughs> the one fight we won. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So for the first time in history, the border is closed between Canada and the U.S. And I look at um, I spent some time the other day looking at like projections of how this virus could evolve in the United States. Projections, eh? Scientific. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and they had three different they had three tiers. They had one with like no measures to prevent anything. Uh, Oh, yeah. I think I saw this. Yeah. One with some measures to prevent things and then ones with like really severe measures. Uh, and because I don't know when I'm going to see my girlfriend next, uh, I was kind of leaning towards the no measures in place because those, I mean, if you do no measures, the virus just burns through everyone, uh, kills everyone it's meant to kill. And then the rest of us get on with our lives. So the peak for that was, uh, I think mid May, if, if nobody does anything like this virus will peak in mid May in the United States. Whereas well, still two months away. Whereas if you put measures in place to prevent yeah. it, it'll peak in, I think, late August. So as a guy who wants to see his girlfriend, I'm like, eh, should we let a couple million people die so that that can happen? <laughs> or, well, uh, as a guy who's looking at the numbers and how many people are infected in the States, I'm glad they closed the border because especially in Washington there where it was like, it was kind of like the first uh, North American deaths were in a nursing home in Washington. I think it was like King County and it was just like nothing. And then seven. And then you're like, Oh fuck, this could affect us. And then Washington, it's funny because Washington's still one of the top States for infections. And it's because there was a cruise ship or something that people were from Washington went on. Again, fuck cruise ships, sink them all, <laughs> put them all at the bottom of the ocean after this. No one should ever go on a floating hotel ever again. Yeah, no I mean, for it. I was I was kind of on one. I was working on a cruise ship, but it wasn't like a full like active cruise ship. So it was just us and the work. It was just the workers. And it was it was not fun. Like your rooms are tiny and. One thing I didn't know until, what was it, the Diamond Princess, the one off of Japan, they were saying they put the cruise ship into quarantine, so everybody had to stay there for two weeks, and you're like, oh, whatever, like, if I'm on a cruise ship, obviously I like it, but imagine being stuck in your bathroom, not even your apartment or your house, just your bathroom for two weeks, and some of the cruise ship rooms aren't even on the outside, like, some of them don't even have portholes to the outside. They're just fucking dark closets. And I couldn't even imagine being stuck in that for two weeks. Yeah. Like it's already been, we're on what day eight of self-isolation. Uh, e- it pretty much started last su- Sunday, right? Yeah. And I was bitching about this. Cause I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's basically like I'm in fucking cause Noah's with his uh, grandparents for spring break. Uh, I live alone. So I'm like, this is basically like um, solitary confinement. 
Mm-hmm. Only, the, you know, that might be a little dramatic because I'm in a, you know, 700 yeah. square foot car. If anything, nobody would think you're over dramatic about anything. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is basically like being locked in a dark pit in a jail <laughs> for 24 hours a day. Uh, yeah. This is my hell. Like, I'm a, I'm a very extroverted person. I like people. I like engaging with people. That's all out the fucking window. <laughs> this um, is so funny because it's like we had this conversation a while ago where you're like, we we're talking about because I'm an intro, like I'm f- starting to realize how much of an introvert I am. Like I always thought I was an extrovert because I basically liked detention and that I thought that meant that I liked <laughs> being around other people and talking to them, but I just needed attention. And once I got over whatever baggage caused me to have that, I'm like, you know, I don't really want to like, <laughs> like what you were saying, you said make elevator friends. I was like, oh, talk on the elevator. What the fuck? Elevator friends, man. Airport yeah. friends, elevator friends, airplane friends. Yeah. But I'm, going. Like, yeah. Like I've, the one thing I'm finding out about this is I'm a little scared that after this whole self-isolation is over, I'm going to be an agoraphobic. Because I'm staying at home, like I'm go- I'm still going to work, so it's I'm not as I don't have it as tight as other people, so that's probably why I'm not suffering as bad as like Derek, who's in social in like uh, solo confinement or whatever. But it's like I'll go. Well, you to have work. a girlfriend too, right? So well, you- she's gone. She's been gone this whole time. All right. So it's like I'll go to work, and then on the way to work, I'm like, gotta get home, gotta get to where it's safe. I don't want any of these germs to touch me. And then I like get out of my car and then I have the dirty hand, clean hand. And I touch all the doorknobs with my dirty hand, like get into my apartment and I quickly fucking wash my hands. And then I'm like, is this, is this going to cost of like baggage, like long-term time? Like, Oh, I think we're all definitely going to be fucking germaphobes from here on out. Like I just look, (laughs) I went to the grocery store and I'm like, oh, it's dirty in here. I got to get home. Got to get to where it's safe, safe and clean. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I'm just freely touching shit when I'm in public, but then I'm yeah. like, I touch shit and I'm like, do not touch your fucking face or your mouth or your ears or your nose or your eyes until you wash your hands or spray them down with sanitizer. Oh my God. Um, I'm not even doing that. I'm like, should I touch this? Is it worth it? And then, oh, fucking... Here, look at this. Can you see that? I can't. That, yeah. For that, for that those of you listening to cut. the audio version of this, Dale's got a little 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 baby cut on his hand. Yeah. So what happened was I was going full freak out and I reached for something with my clean hand. I was like, that's my clean hand. So I went to switch with my dirty hand and the door like swung <laughs> across my knuckle and skinned it. And I was like... I think I'm a crazy person now. Like this now, is, it's in my bloodstream. <laughs> it's like, I'm gonna go home, and on the calendar, it's gonna be like March. Was it the 22nd? So it would have been like the 15th, March 15th. Dale is officially a crazy person <laughs> and has OCD. I don't so think. Waiting- <laughs> like I do not think anyone. Uh, like I, I have a begrudging respect for. Uh, people who were germaphobes way before this because they apparently knew something we didn't and that's that germs can actually really fuck you up. Yeah, I've like right now I'm viewing, like you're saying, germaphobes who were germaphobes before. The same way I view people in boot camp. It's like, wow, that's really helpful and that we should all be doing that, but that's so much effort and I don't want to do that. Like yeah. I'm way too lazy to be a germaphobe yeah it's even like, the amount of work like carrying like sanitizer and wipes and fucking like oh, yeah. all that shit and then having to do uh, i mean the dirty hand clean thing 
that clean hand thing is pretty smart until you like get them confused. <laughs> yeah. And then you grab your keys with your right hand and you're like, Oh fuck, double keys are dirty. But uh, it's funny because like, I'll be have, I'll have my dirty hand and I'll be like, should I wash my hand? I'm like, ah, I'm not at home yet. I still have to touch other things. Okay. I'll wait. <laughs> I'm like putting on scrubbing my hands because I know I'm going to have to touch other dirty stuff so I can just add it up and make it worth it. And like, get my bang for my buck out of my Purell hand sanitizer. Which also huge, huge run on that. Yeah. Uh, it's weird because you walk into most stores and you go to the hand sanitizer aisle and that's cleared out. Yeah. And you go to like the liquid soap aisle and that's cleared out. And for whatever reason, nobody's fucking touching bar soap, but like bar soap is just as effective <laughs> at cleaning this shit. More effective than hand sanitizer and just as effective as liquid soap. It's like any soap will scrub this virus off of your hands. Yeah. It's funny too. Yeah. Like, um, and another thing too is like everybody's like buying all the toilet paper, buying all the hand sandy, buying all the soap, but nobody's buying air freshener. Like, everybody's going to be self-isolated in these rooms that smell like poop because they're just like <laughs> using their toilet paper, using their hand soap, and then not giving the courtesy like scented candle. All right. So this is ostensibly a internet outrage related podcast. Uh, yeah. We we have seen a ton of outrage spring up uh, over the past couple of weeks in response to this thing. Uh, basically everyone has shifted from like, no matter what you were arguing about before this, everyone yeah. has shifted into, uh, just social distance shaming everyone else. Um, <laughs> it's, it's become, a almost a national sport online, which is good because we need sports because the rest of fucking sports have been canceled for the rest yeah. of the year. Um, so now you see everyone like, uh, basically trying to like one up each other in terms of like who is social distancing the most. It's like they're the most it's like they're virtue signaling on social distancing. They are that, <laughs> like that's a, that, that, that's like a, I'm more COVID responsible than you are. Yeah, so. and no one's shutting the fuck up about it, and everyone's yeah. like, you'll you'll have a person who's like, oh well, I saw people shopping at Costco today, and they're gross, and then you'll have like a person be like, well, I saw you hanging out with like four other members of your family, and I'm just hanging out alone, and then you have one dude sitting alone in his 500 square foot condo in Coquitla and being like, fuck all y'all. This is my hell. And I'm in solitary confinement right now. And I've not seen another fucking person for eight goddamn days. Uh, and that guy clearly wins, but uh, yeah. I don't yeah know. You, you win the COVID Olympics. I do. Thank you. You are the most socially distanced, distanced Di- person. Yeah. Which is yeah. good that we're having the COVID Olympics because again, actual Olympics probably not happening oh the funniest thing was everybody's like oh they're gonna push back the olympics and i'm like thinking to myself i'm like let's see 2010 14 18 no we're not supposed to have olympics for two years like i totally forgot there was summer olympics that yeah because like nobody gives a fuck about summer olympics like what are we going to watch like some people run canadians definitely do not give a fuck about (laughs) summer olympics like i don't think we've ever won have we won a gold medal in summer well i gotta google something the weird thing is Canadians have won gold medals, but it's always like a Kenyan who is repatriated to Canada and lives there. So it's like 
I've been a Canadian for five years, but I'm going to compete for Canada in the Olympics and win medals. And it's like, it gets kind of hinky, like, because if you're talking about, because the Olympics were started out as this thing to like just other countries to dunk on other countries to show how good they are. But it's almost like cheating if you're Canada and then you get Kenyans who live here for five years and then they win medals. True. I'll take it though. Hey, we want, we have won uh, 64 gold medals in the summer Olympics. Greek times since, uh, of all, since 1896 in Athens. Yes. Wait, so that's a hundred and 26 years, 24 years. Yeah. Uh, yep. Oh, so we win a gold medal every other year. In the last, the 2016 Summer Olympics in Rio de Janeiro, we won four gold medals. That's it? Yep. Four gold medals? Four gold. Dude, in the, we, we hosted it in Montreal in 1976. Yeah. We won zero gold medals the Ooh, year we hosted it. That's got a sting. With 385 athletes taking part. Huh. Meanwhile, when we did... Uh, when we did the Winter Olympics in Vancouver, we ended up being one of the winningest. Uh, Canada. How many gold medals did we get in the Winter Olympics? The only Olympics that actually matter. How many? Does it not say? Canada at the Winter Olympics. Here we go. Uh, 2010 Vancouver, we won 14 gold medals. I mean, it's better than none. Uh, I think 14th. that was... Not really something to brag about, I guess. That was the, actually the we ended up getting the most gold medals. That That's year. the most is fourteen. We won fourteen. Germany won ten. Uh, United States won nine. I like how this is just showing how little I know about the Olympics and how many gold medals is a lot because I thought like a lot of gold medals would be like fifty each Olympics. Uh, yeah, they do have a lot of events. I'm just not sure how. Uh... I guess not. One, two, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't. I don't think people are tuning in to get their fucking Olympics, Olympics <laughs> knowledge brushed up by us. Because guess what, motherfuckers? The Olympics are canceled until at least <laughs> next year. Uh, yeah, everything's canceled. I think uh, actually, COVID. I wasn't taking it seriously until they canceled the NBA. Like, I'm not an NBA fan, but I was just like, oh shit. The NBA is just done. Well, that it's was like, did we talk about that on the last episode or did that happen? After? I think that happened after because that was last Thursday and we recorded on Wednesday, I think. And that was basically the thing that kicked the whole thing off. It was like, yeah, it's like, you know, business as usual. Life, life was humming along. And then Rudy Gobert from the uh, <laughs> fucking clown. Yeah. The, a guy who basically had, I'm just blaming him. Not like it would have inevitably happened, but he hmm. he got every major sports league canceled, and it's all his fault. Do you, do you want to talk about how he did that? <laughs> yeah, let's the talk. funniest shit. Yeah, in the was. world, I didn't actually watch. Actually, oh, I forgot. I was gonna watch it, but like he was at like a sports or not sports. It was um, a press conference after yeah. after a game uh, and he was the NBA had started taking precautions to like not to enforce social distancing and like um, the the pregame and postgame shit um, yeah. and and he 
not knowing at the time that he was uh, COVID positive, he went and jokingly after the press conference went and touched every microphone in the room and (laughs) ran out as a joke. Uh, And then after it found out that he had tested positive and they canceled the whole NBA season, they released the footage of him touching every microphone in the (laughs) fucking room. Um, And And he became uh, the most hated basketball player. Yeah. And that, so it was like, it was super fast. It was the NBA canceled. uh, The NHL canceled the next day. Uh, They canceled March Madness, which is uh, basically the only thing I look forward to in the month of March. I like yeah. picking the teams, but as soon as like, like I like doing the bracket because I like the nerdy statistics part of sports more than some of the actual sports. And then as soon as like some of my first round teams are done, I'm like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. That's exciting. It's just like you care for like the first week and then you're like, Oh fuck. It turns out I'm really shitty at sports gambling. Well, back, <laughs> back to being shitty at everything else in my life. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Uh, and then they just, they basically fucking canceled everything after that. Uh, major league baseball is like being pushed back indefinitely. Um, I think like, honestly, if we look, if we're being realistic about this, I don't think we see any major public events until at least October, uh, potentially. Uh, point of conjecture to that, sir. The WWE is still holding events. They're just doing them without fans. Like I, uh, last time I checked this weekend was WrestleMania and they held it. They just wouldn't let the wrestlers like, that seems like the one sport where you don't want to keep going because like you're definitely getting fluids on you. <laughs> totally plutonically manhandling and woman handling. Cause there's women fighting to each other. And like, like they're only wearing speedos and elbow pads and they're just full bodies rubbing up and down on each other. Like if there's one way to get Corona, you're making this sound pretty erotic there, uh, buddy. Well, I, I'm not, I'm not saying it. I didn't say it was sexy as all hell for two super muscular men to just get all sweaty and rub up and down on each other with like, <laughs> like greased hair. So it whips around when they're throwing each other. But uh, you you can uh, extrapolate what you want out of that. But uh, I would say that if I was uh, naked except for a speedo and greased up and wrestling with another man, I might get COVID. So Almost definitely that that you might not. also get a boner. So. <laughs> I was gonna say the clean hand, dirty hands, not gonna <laughs> save you from that whole thing. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're looking like a very long term, except for wrestling, I guess, which will continue to exist until one of the wrestlers gets COVID. Even then, I could see yeah. uh, Vince McMahon uh, pushing forward. But yeah, like for the way that we live our lives is basically changed forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the even just like going back to some normalcy is going to take a long fucking time. Like we look, China was basically on total lockdown for three months, four months, three months. Yeah. I think it was three months. I think because COVID started just over three months ago. Yeah. Well, it started, I think the first case they found in like early December, uh, China basically went to lockdown at the beginning of January and they're just starting to come out of it now at the end of March. Yeah. Um, Whereas, and that's China where like the government was basically like, stop moving around. 
or we'll fucking kill you. Like, oh, yeah. And then they would send like thugs to grab people because they had their what they did different was their quarantine was they had like a hotel set up where all the sick people went. And if you wanted to go home when you were sick, they would go to your house and drag you out in hazmat suits. Because I remember looking at the videos and you're like, holy shit, it's like it's like end times over there because they're like, you have guys in suits just dragging people. And you're like, they could never do that here because citizens have too many rights. But then again, maybe it'll last longer because of that. Well, yeah. So it'll 100% last longer and kill more people because in China, they could just be like, sorry, you're not moving anymore. And China was like, okay, you know, yeah. we, we see what happens when we fuck with our government. We're oh, not yeah. going to do that. So we're just going to stay in place for three months and let this thing burn out. Whereas in America, uh, you tell people to do something and they'll rush out and line up at a gun store to buy guns so they can go home and shoot an <laughs> effigy of you with their guns and then fuck a pile of toilet paper and hand sanitizer and pass out on a flag on their lawn uh, while spreading the disease everywhere. So that's, that's, I gotta say, that sounds incredibly accurate to what's actually going on. To south of the border. <laughs> like for real, there is uh yeah, there's like been panic buying at all the stores. No one's actually staying the fuck home. It was, mm-hmm. uh, it was just spring break in the U S tons of people just like carried on with their spring break plans. Um, people, uh, yeah, did the whole panic buying thing. Uh, and then, uh, also we're lining up at gun stores to, cause nothing makes people want to buy guns like viruses that. They- oh yeah. Like apparently there's, there's a, there's a guy at work I work with who's like a gun guy and he's always like, they're running out of guns. And I was like, what? He's like, they're running out of guns at all the stores. I was like, huh, that's cool. He's like, you should get a gun. And I was like, that sounds like paperwork. Can I just borrow one of yours? Which apparently you're not allowed to just do. You don't want to help out a friend by giving them one of your guns if you've got a whole Yeah, wouldn't that defeat the purpose of (laughs) the gun registry? Apparently, I don't know. It's not like I'd actually use it. But uh, yeah, no, he's saying that uh, they're pretty much sold out of guns in Vancouver, which is probably scarier than COVID. Uh, gun sellers across the United States are reporting major spikes in firearm and bullet purchases as the coronavirus spreads across the country. Uh, ammo.com released sales figures late Monday night showing a 77% increase in website visits and a 222% <laughs> increase in transactions. Uh, revenue has increased 309% driven largely by coronavirus fears. Oh, Wow. When everything around you is uncertain, having a supply of ammunition can make our customers feel safer. Wait, could you buy guns online in the States? Uh, I think, well, just ammo, I'm pretty sure. Oh, could you buy guns or ammo online here? I don't know. Huh. That seems like it would be an unsafe way to make ammo available to people, but... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what what the fuck do I know? research this before we started talking about it like we know what we're talking about but whatever ammo.com that's neither here nor there online ammo canada oh you know what else guns are expensive they're like 600 bucks each like you see some of these people who are like buying all this ammo and all this guns it's like how do you have like 1200 dollars just for guns and ammo it's okay to touch my face, by the way. I just washed my hands okay. in my apartment. So don't so don't fucking social distance um, 
virtue signal me because you saw me touching my hand in a video. If you're watching this video, I mean, and that's the fucking. I I am looking right. I did find a uh, a site where I believe I can buy guns. You should buy a gun. I'm really tempted to right now because see if you could buy one online. I watched like, while uh, we're recording. What do it for? Uh, do it for real right now. See if you could get a gun. Okay. Actually, right. don't. The police will probably show up at your apartment. Oh, uh, that, I mean, they go to vet me. It's not legal to buy a gun. Secure checkout. Canadian Shooting Sports Association. No, I don't want to donate. Oh man, this gun has an American flag on it. That is dope. No thanks. Okay. I'm gonna not a member. Checkout is guest. What do I need here? Oh, firearms license number. Please include the first eight digits only. Do you think they check that out? Yeah, just put one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Just put your credit card number. I mean, they're probably the same. <laughs> here we go. Trying to buy a gun. Derek's going to get put on a list. Cannot. Oh, they cannot ship ammunition to PO boxes. That's the Oh, why? Because you might try to assassinate JFK? Yeah. <laughs> I was just listening to this coincidentally I was just listening to a podcast and uh, what was his name Oswald the guy who assassinated JFK bought the oh. gun and got it sent to a P.O. box allegedly uh, it, well I'd say he shot him for sure whether someone else also shot at him is up in the air I think I think for sure like it was only 150 yards it was a pretty easy shot I mean, if financing too, trains marksman. All right, this is a lot less anti. This is a lot less climactic than I thought. Yeah, I don't think they're going to let it go through either. Uh, Yeah, because you don't have a gun license, maybe. Possibly. Anyways, it's good to know that if I ever do decide to buy a gun, I just have to get a license, and I can do so online. uh, Which is something that, in the face of this virus, I might consider doing. Do you want to keep talking about all coronavirus stuff or do you want to talk about something non-coronavirus? Let's, do you have any more coronavirus related? I have a bunch of more coronavirus stuff. Like uh, there's one that's, did you hear about that that family in Lake Country, BC, where they bought all the meat in a save-on? Oh yeah. So So what happens is, this fucking asshole. He goes to a save-on in Lake Country, which is by Vernon, right? That's like in between Winfield. And it's Vernon. in between. Yeah, it's it's like a small, small yeah, area. Yeah, so it's a small town. They have like one grocery store. He goes in and he buys like $7,000 or some ungodly number worth of meat, which is all the meat they had in the store. And then people were saying he bragged about it. He's like, we got all the meat. There's not left for anybody else. <laughs> and then he left. And now there's another article a week later saying that he's – scared and he's talking to the RCMP because he keeps getting death threats and it's like yeah that's what's gonna happen like you buy you panic buy and you hoard so nobody else can have stuff and then you brag about it and then you're like you're like well I don't understand why people are upset yeah you had all these other fucking dickheads who were doing the same thing um like with uh toilet paper or um uh, like Lysol wipes and they were doing the same fucking bullshit, like driving around, hitting up every Costco yeah. uh, and then buying all their stock and then turning around and trying to flip it online. And then um, capitalism saved the day because basically uh, Amazon said, fuck you, you can't sell this shit on our platform anymore. And like yeah. 
deleted all their listings. At the same time, Costco said, we're no longer accepting returns on these <laughs> items. So now all these yeah. fucking dickheads are stuck with these like stockpiles of this shit that they're never going to be able to use and hopefully aren't going to be able to sell. Uh, oh, and being- some guys, there was one guy in the States who had like $70,000 worth of uh, sanitizer stuff. And then he got a third of it taken away by the government because they were going to charge him with price gouging because he was raising, he was jacking up the price of all the stuff. And they're like, yeah, that's illegal. You're not actually allowed to do that, which is good because that's, that's where the government just go stepping in is the type of thing I like. It's funny. Like you said, Amazon just deleting it all. And I've read somewhere that uh, Costco's like, Oh yeah, you can't return sanitary paper uh, items because it's um, health reasons. I guess, I don't know if you touched them, like if you touched your toilet paper package with your poo hands while you're pooping. Yeah, or your, just your general coronavirus hand or your face. I wish they didn't even give them like a shitty excuse. I just wish they were like, you can't return those because fuck you. How about that? Get out of here. Yeah, you prick. You <laughs> shitty dickhead fuckface. Yeah, shitty dickhead fuckface. So what happened with the uh, the meat the meat shit? Uh, he's just scared people are going to kill him. Yeah, I mean, fair. Which is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it's not hilarious, but it's like, it's just in one of those water is wet things where you're like, well, yeah, this is, it's like one thing that I'm noticing about COVID, like we keep saying, we keep making fun of uh, virtue signaling for social distancing is there's a lot of like um, societal like policing, like community policing where people are like, stop doing that. You're just going to make it worse for everybody else. And it's like, everybody's getting angry and making fun of panic buyers. Like one of the running jokes on the internet is, Oh, everybody's buying toilet paper. Ha ha ha. And it's just, I guess the weird thing is like the way to social police each other is to make fun of each other on the internet. And in some ways it's effective and in some ways it's not. Or just to like shame or outright attack other people for yeah, shaming uh, has always been a uh, very popular, I guess, tactic to social police someone like I get like, like, uh, like in the turn of the century when women would show their ankles, they would just get shamed to death. Yeah. Literally. And now <laughs> shamed to death with the rocks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, one more thing I wanted to talk about uh, coronavirus uh, or should I say, Chinese virus from oh, China. Oh, um, there. The Kung Flu. The kung, so people <laughs> are getting... Heard, I heard that's what kids are calling it. <laughs> Jesus, damn. Um, there's... Uh, so you may have noticed, if you've been listening to Trump at all, uh, talk about this shit over the past week. It's like Trump and everyone in his administration has taken to calling this the... Chinese virus or Chinese coronavirus. China virus. China virus. And every time he does, a bunch of people fucking lose their minds over how racist it is. Um, So I just want to like put this out there. Trump and his administration absolutely do not give a fuck if you think that it is racist. They're going to keep calling it that because uh, the US and China are basically like the two biggest economic superpowers in the world right now. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And we look at how this virus is fucking with the American economy in particular. China has a very definitive head start on coming out of this and like, like they're already out of it. Their life's returning to normal in China. The virus is in remission. Uh, they're going to be able to like start amping up their, their manufacturing sectors yeah. uh, and their business sectors again. And meanwhile, the U S is just getting relentlessly shit kicked and having to basically like pull the plug on the entire economy for at least the next six to eight months. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fucking lead time for China to get a head start. And the only way America can ever get back on level footing with them after that is if they basically turn all of America or as much of like Western nations as they can against China. So it's a, that's showing up in like this very calculated efforts to remind the world constantly that China is responsible for this virus, even though it's not true. Like the country uh, of China. Isn't that true? No, I mean, it did come out of China. I'm not, I don't want to be, I don't want to be the racist guy, but I just want to say like, I was like, oh, that's a terrible thing to say. I'm like, well, it did come out of that wet it, market. It did like, come out of China, but like the, the nation of China is not responsible for. Oh yeah. It wasn't like the president was like, yo, we should uh, make this disease. But it's yeah. like. It was like an animal that happened to be in china was was it people eating bats is that no. where it came from it's I mean, like it came it came from a wet market where like exotic animals which is the grossest thing killed. ever um yeah. like i thought it was like the swine flu where it was basically a flu going from pigs to humans but it was like the flu going from bats to humans because they ate bats but i thought where i was going oh yeah like i was gonna say like him calling this a China flu, you're like, oh, fuck. And you're like, well, it did come out of China. And another thing is, if this didn't cut, let's get into theoreticals right now. Okay, if I this, love those. If this didn't come out of China, like if some Chinese disgusting person didn't eat a bat, which better be delicious for all the fucking shit we had to put up with because they ate a bat. I need a bat. Would it come out somewhere else? Like, say, in 10 years, would this same disease just propagate in, I don't know, like, I don't know why I want to say Spain. Oh, Spanish flu. <laughs> like, because they called it the Spanish flu. They already made like a worldwide pandemic. Maybe someone in Spain eats an animal and it crosses over. Or is China the only place where something like this could happen? Uh, so Spanish flu actually didn't originate in Spain. It originated in the United States. Um, Oh, way to turn a phrase on that one. Nobody thinks it came out of the States because it's named... Because it's called Spanish flu. Yeah. Um, But, well, no one knows if it officially came from there, but it was first reported in the United States in, like, at a military base in uh, somewhere in the States. Um, So... Were they like, bats the so there's no guarantee that, like, this exact virus would have made the leap to the human population in the exact same way. There are millions of fucking viruses out there uh, waiting to kill us. Some are in animals. Some are buried under the permafrost in Antarctica. Some are just like floating around in the fucking ocean. Um, Oh yeah. And once desalinization hits, 
we're fucked. Yeah. Which yeah. is fa- favorite topic of Dale's. <laughs> this is just like, this is a fucking warm up. This is a fluffer yeah. for what's oh, yeah. going to happen when desalination hits. Oh yeah. Like desalinization. And like you said, the permafrost, like, yeah, let's, I don't even want to get into that because it's like, just watch the movie, the thing. And don't movie, by the way, for, just take it as a documentary. Cause that's, what's going to happen. There's going to be some like disgusting alien that can shape shift and murders everybody that just comes out of the ice. Yeah, that's probably true. And then, oh, I wanted to add before when you were talking about how China has a head start. China also had this kind of unique ability where they do everybody's manufacturing around the world. So not only did their economy stop, but it kind of fucked over everybody else's economy, especially since they, they stopped buying so much oil and using it because their factories were shut that it started a price war because there was too much, there was uh, too much supply to me. Like there's more supply than demand. So nobody wanted it. And Russia said they weren't going to stop producing as much oil. So OPEC um, said they were going to slash their prices so that people would buy their oil instead of Russia's oil. And basically China, by not taking the oil from around the world, started a world oil war and slash the prices and already fuck the economy over. So it's like now they get to start their economy again with all this cheap oil, which was because they caused that. So they get like, not only are they starting again before everybody else, but they kind of get like a jump start a cheat code, <laughs> by getting all this so to say. Yeah, all this cheap, cheap oil. Yeah. Which is, you know. Yeah, like to the victor I mean, of the spoils. Do you think the whole world learns their lesson and stops getting everything manufactured in China? Yeah, I mean, I think we saw things were kind of leaning that way already before uh, yeah. before every other country got fucked by this virus. But um, yeah, and I think that's that's a big part of uh, of Trump's um, ploy there too. Is like the more he shits on China and the more he turns the American people against China, the more likely it is that U.S. businesses will start bringing their manufacturing back yeah. to the U.S. Problem with that is that anything manufactured in the U S is going to be three to four times as expensive (laughs) as something manufactured in China. So then you open up the risk that, uh, that a bunch of Chinese companies are going to take advantage of people wanting to spend less on things and just flood the market with like cheap knockoffs of shit. Um, Oh yeah. Or like Trump's trying to get everybody in America to be racist. So they don't support the Chinese economy. But I don't think anybody is, three to four times uh, pay racist or I don't think anybody's racist enough to pay like three times as much for a TV or some big ticket item that they want. No, you could tell me that someone was super racist and if they were selling something at like two to three times cheaper than, uh, than what I'd have to pay to buy from a non-racist, I'd buy from the racist. Yeah, exactly. Because then you have that much more money left over. Yeah, it's, it's just smart business sense. Yeah, and then my racist <laughs> buddy can <laughs> spend some of that money on me. Uh, okay, do you want? Should we take a quick break and then we'll jump into like the non-coronavirus stuff? Uh, let's just keep going because I don't do. Can we just because we're doing this video recording thing? Can we just stop and then keep going, or like what time are we at right now? 
I have no idea. Just check. There's there's literally I, no way to check. Oh, really? It's not. I feel like it's already over an hour. Oh, what dear time Lord. did we start? No. Oh, it's got to be close to an hour. Yeah, because it's nine oh five now. Okay, well, I'm going to have to edit all this out anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's, I guess that's true. Wait, can you edit fucking video? We were talking about that. Yeah. How do you oh, yeah, I can 100% edit video. How do you edit video? No, I throw it into uh, iMovie and just like, same as I edit the podcast. Oh, okay, just, yeah, like, that makes chop sense. Shit out. Yeah, just chop all the parts where I'm talking and then just pictures of your face. Just, just me. <laughs> Okay, well, what, what did you have left that you uh, wanted? Um, we could talk about TikTok because something came out saying that they were trying to filter out videos from ugly and poor disabled users. Mm. I mean, <clears throat> there's nothing really that salacious that's not COVID stuff. Like that's pretty much it. Then there's um uh oh we could talk about those influencers in Russia <coughs> who died in their pool because of the dry ice. The witch? The influencers had a birthday party in Russia and they put a whole bunch of dry ice in their pool and died. Oh yeah, let's one hundred percent do that. Okay. So there's that. Do you want to talk about the TikTok thing? Sure, sure. Yeah, I guess it's it suits because we're supposed to be talking about like social media and shit. Uh okay. I'm gonna get some water. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm gonna pause. Okay, and we're back, dude. I just leaned forward to say that because I'm so used to being at your place and leaning, <laughs> and into, leaning the into the mic. Yeah. Whereas it's like touched to my head, so I could like it doesn't matter where I go. I'm the same. You, you did not have to lean in at all. No, I didn't. I mean, I, I could have gone like, and we're back. This is, our, like, this is our bold new world. Yeah. What do you think? Do you, do you like doing this not in the same room? I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it has the same magic. No, I mean, I'm fucking desperate for human interaction right now. So probably not the best time to be Yeah. Asked. That that's uh, true. That's true. Yeah, I would I would take I would take anything. I was I was like trying to think of a person that I really do not like very much. Um, I think I generally like most people, but I would like that. That was just the end of the story. It's like I was thinking of this person I don't like. Well, I was trying to just like come up with someone. I was going to be like I would take like this person in this room with me right now. Oh, but <laughs> oh, I was you're like, trying to like think of. Someone who you don't like enough that you wouldn't want to hang out with them now that you're starved for human on human contact. But I'm actually, and that's maybe that's the thing. I'm so starved for human contact that I'm <laughs> a person that I don't like. And I'm like, well, that's true. All people. Uh, it's actually been, so the fucking coolest thing to come out of this whole uh, end of civilization thing that we're going yeah. through has been, um, Something that I've seen springing up all over the place is like people are really starting to do like video chats and like group video hangouts and like call their friends and call their family and and really like it's almost like by being forced to isolate in our own homes, it's really like forced people to find other ways to get the sense of community that they wouldn't normally have. Like, yeah, 
Um, I'm a member of the, uh, you might not know this about me, but I'm sober. Uh, and I'm a member of a oh, lot. Oh, really? Did you know that, Dale? Oh, news to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm a member of a few online sober communities, and they've been doing stuff like uh, online sober hangouts. And we all just hop yeah. on Zoom and like chat about shit. Or there's like online workouts or online yoga classes that people are doing for free or online courses that you can register to take. And they're all about just like getting together on the internet. Cause that's all we have right now with a fucking bunch of other people uh, and, and connecting with them in the only way that we're able to now. Uh, and it's been really kind of fucking cool to see. I like it. Dude. It's a lot like, um, remember like 10 years ago when you like, like it was like after MIRC and ICQ rooms, they had stuff that was like, it was like a MRC, but it was like a video chat and you just hang out and talk to people online and stuff. So there was this thing called uh, Yahoo Live back in yeah. the day and it was Yahoo launched. It was like a video chat platform um, where you could just like hop in video chat rooms. And uh, I used to like frequent that very often. Uh, and there was like a core group of us that were like, why, why are you laughing? Just a core group of people in this obscure Yahoo like software we where you like hang out. chat. Yeah, we were like the power users of like Yahoo Live. And then Yahoo Live shut down and there was like a group of like 20 or 30 <laughs> of us that like moved to this other video platform. Yeah. Uh, but I made some like legitimate friends through that. And there's there's a Facebook group where we kind of keep in touch. Uh, and uh, someone posted in there the other day and they were like, we were fucking doing this shit before it was cool. Like, we <laughs> bring, get the band back together because yeah. uh, it's, it's something that we used to do back in the day. Yeah. It is a nice side effect to um, that. Everybody's just realizing how much like, cause like basically we started this whole podcast because everybody's always arguing and shitting on each other and they're getting outraged but this is a nice way to just kind of remind everybody that you do actually need other people in your life. Like we are social animals and we need like this sort of like support structure of other people. Otherwise we kind of go crazy and stuff. So hopefully besides being cured and the world not ending, one thing that comes out of this is people kind of realize the worth of other humans and, stop bitching each other so much on social media. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen. Nah, it would kind of suck if it did anyway, because then we wouldn't have nothing to talk about. That's true. On this that's podcast. True. But for me personally, it's like, yeah, it's like, because like not seeing you in a week and we like before this, we've been hanging out every like every weekend for sure. And then a couple times during the week, we'd be like, oh, do you want to go to the gym? Yeah, whatever. And it's like, it's not even like we're like having deep conversations or talking. It's just, like that, like spending time with yeah, another just human being. being around each other and doing your own thing. Well, I'm trying to think of that term. It's like, um, it's where it's like where kids are in the same room. They won't play with each other, but they'll play with their own toys, but they just still like being in the same room. I, I can't remember what that's, there's like a term for it, but it's like, yeah, you kind of appreciate that where it's like you and me, would go somewhere and we'd be on our phone or whatever, like talking to each other a little bit, but just being playing, around each other. Playing with our own toys. <laughs> True <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Mutual masturbation. That's <laughs> Whoa! Oh, oh, too far? <laughs> no, it's, not, it's not too far. I mean. should have just implied it. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Um, oh, so basically there's like, we took a break and then we're like, ah, oh, we're going to talk about stuff that's not coronavirus. And then we're like, ah, let's just talk about stuff that's coronavirus because that's all anybody can think about right now because it's at the forefront of everybody's brain and they're dying because of it. Yes. Um, well, they're not dying because of it, but I just wanted to bring up, uh, so Vancouver, the city we live in is thinking about handing out fines to businesses because uh, some businesses are still letting people congregate in them and people are throwing house parties and stuff. So <laughs> the, I only want to bring this up because there's the greatest quote ever by the mayor of Vancouver. Yeah, he and, fucking um, went off. Yeah, so Stewart said the past weekend was a stark reminder of how many people were still not getting the message from government and health officials. Quote, this weekend I saw reports of people hosting house parties, having group picnics on the beach, playing soccer, playing beer pong. <laughs> it says he got all exasperated. Beer pong. This isn't a game. People are dying. It's just funny that people are fucking playing beer pong. Because beer pong is literally a game. Uh, jokes on you, Kennedy Stewart. What? What? He said this isn't a game. People oh. are dying. No, like he just meant the whole thing. But it's like, if you're worried about getting coronavirus, beer pong is the worst thing because you're like taking something, touching it, putting it in a drink, and then drinking and then that. Drinking so it's drink. like you're putting other people's hands inside your mouth, essentially. Dude, if you're playing beer pong, it's ba- you might as well just like skip the middleman, lick somebody else's hands, and then pound a beer. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I what? bet people are going to start doing that. It's going to be called like lick hand pong, where people are like, just like <laughs> something happens and then you have to lick each other's hands and then, and then just, just drink a beer. pound a beer. Yeah. The, call it the coronavirus challenge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, there actually is a coronavirus challenge and it's even dumber than that. Uh, this girl who was on a plane, she's like, this is the coronavirus challenge. And she licked a toilet seat. Which. I don't. It's disgusting. I don't get because uh, it's not like it's it's not transmitted through. Butts? I mean that's that's just yeah that's the doing something fucking gross challenge. But mm. it's not like a toilet seat. Like if you want to challenge yourself to get coronavirus, lick a fucking door handle. Oh, or, they did that. They some, they were licking door handles or somebody's hands. Or, you know, French kiss someone with the coronavirus. Licking a toilet seat is just like, you're fucking dumb and you licked a toilet seat for no reason. But if, okay, let's say the person who used the toilet seat before them had some booty sweat. Can you get coronavirus just through sweat? I don't think you can. No, I think it's. uh... All right, everybody go lick toilet seats. You can't get coronavirus that way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is not. Uh, I think you. I think you're right. Like you can't. I think you could get it if like people like it's airborne through people's saliva and stuff. So you figure it'd be in the sweat. Is it sexually transmitted or is it just saliva? It is not. It is just saliva. Uh, oh really? Actually, Did you through, just look it up. Yeah, so it's not sweat at all. No, um, it is transmitted through uh, respiratory particles. So it has to be in. Um, that's why. 
I was going to say farts, but those won't come out of your respiratory area. Oh, Jesus Christ. I hope not. <laughs> I mean, if they do, I'd check your... Do you like my grasp of science where I actually thought farts come out of your lungs for a second? Like, oh, your breathing apparatus. <laughs> farts. I'm like, oh, the inside of my lungs stinks. <laughs> Um, yeah, but the way it works is you basically have to like breathe out the virus, uh, oh. like cough it out, breathe it out or sneeze it out onto a surface where it will live for an indeterminate amount of time. And then I well, actually, we looked that up and on metals and plastics, it lives for 24 hours. And then on like wood and cardboard and stuff, it lives for like six hours. Yeah, much less. Uh, and then clothing, I think I was trying to research it and couldn't couldn't really find it out. Oh, I think uh, we did, because we were thinking about this when we were driving Noah up, and because I remember looking it up, and, it was, and I think we just decided arbitrarily, Outrage Factory scientifically determined that stuff will live on clothes as long as it would live on cardboard. Since it's kind of like the same like a natural organic a natural. fiber thing, yeah. so that's like three to six hours. So don't don't, don't take our word for it at all. It could very well live longer on clothing. <laughs> so uh, if washer shit, if you're doing the thing where you pull the sleeve of your shirt up before you touch doorknobs, don't stick that sleeve in your mouth. In for your at mouth, least or six use hours. it to wipe. You need your dirty sleeve and your clean sleeve. Yeah. That's what you need. You need your doorknob sleeve and your face sleeve where you just, oh my God. You know what else I've realized from this fucking podcast or not from this podcast, but from COVID What is how fucking itchy your face gets. And then how fucking good it feels to just give yourself a face massage. Like you get home and you like wash your hands like a lot, 20 seconds or whatever, sing happy birthday and then like sanitize them and then just fucking rub all over your face. Dude, my whole thing. Like not doing it. I love how they were like, they were like the best thing you can do to not give yourself this disease is not touch your face. And I'm like, okay, no problem. And then this past weekend, it's like, oh, fucking allergy bomb. Like all I want to do is like double fist my eyes every minute of every day. This last week I've been like, do I, do I touch my face constantly all day, every day? Cause it feels like I want to. I'm like, why are my eyes so dry? Like the inside of your eye where the eye goobers come, it's like, I don't know if it's always that itchy and I just touch it. And I don't think about it, but it's like, that's the most itchiest anything's ever been on me. And I've had fucking poison ivy twice and it wasn't as itchy as my eyes were this week. Yeah. It's, it's basically my hell. <laughs> oh, not only because you can't talk to people, but because you have allergies. Like it, it's everything. It's like, oh, here's this disease. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. But also yeah. here's this thing that's going to make you touch your face constantly. And also, oh, you can't talk to people for two weeks. So enjoy. Yeah. That. The only way this could get worse for you is if there's like, bad. there's no more books. Yeah. Books are just gone now. <laughs> Like that Twilight Zone episode where it's like just me and my books, but then I break my glasses. So I can't that's, yeah. that's my life right now. And then you you just listen. You just have to listen to audio tape by Gilbert Godfrey. Every book you have to listen to him read it. Uh, all right. Is there anything else in this fucking shit show of a week that you would like to cover, uh, Daniel? Uh, I know I'm going to think of something right after we... Uh, 
stop talking. But no, I think we've talked about everything. I know it's everybody's all like uh, stressed out about the whole coronavirus thing, and it is does suck. Uh, I I would just say don't read the don't watch the news for sure because they're just gonna sensationalize it and make it out way worse than it is. If you want to keep up to date, just read news online because usually like reading stories aren't as gloom and doom as like TV news. And don't do like me. I've been looking at the world o meters coronavirus ticker every day, at least four times. And every time I look at it, it freaks me out. The Which one? There's like a world o meter. Actually, this website's the greatest because it's like, has it's just called world o meter and it has um, all these different meters, like population, it has like how many people are dying on earth, how many people are being born. It has like a population clock. And then it like, it just shows in real time what the human or the population of the earth is. It's a uh, worldometers.info. And then there's a whole bunch of lists for different meters and coronavirus is one of them. That's the main one I've been looking at. And that it's super helpful because it'll tell you each country's daily uptake in uh, how many people got infected, how many people have died, and how many people have recovered from it. So that's always good to look at if okay. you want to freak yourself out. I have been doing plenty of that already. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, anything else? Uh, no, I think that's uh, that's it for me in this, uh, you know, just want to say that I hope that uh, all of our listeners and your families and whoever the fuck else you care about are staying uh, safe and healthy and uh, taking care of yourselves both mentally and physically through this shit. Um, even at least like a half dozen times a day, uh, if not more, I have to stop and just like, just like stop because this is the most like fucking insane, surreal thing. Oh yeah. I've, I've ever lived through. I think any of us will, will hopefully ever live through. Um, and just like watching society uh, as we know it kind of just like not fall apart, but definitely get put on hold. Um, yeah. And it's, it's especially not helping anyone that there's so many layoffs and stuff right now. Uh, like, because I'm still going to work. I don't, did we talk about that or was that right before the podcast started how I'm still going to work? You're still working, but you're working from home, right? Like I am. Yeah. We've, we've moved to like full remote for, uh, yeah. for the so, foreseeable future. Like, at least for us, we have work that we can kind of do to take our mind off it. Um, I would say also like maybe discover some hobbies, like start drawing. I don't know stuff like that that might help take your mind off it video games are always good tv shows are always good except for you go on netflix and like the top trending movies are like contagion and pandemic i watched contagion just, last night it was actually yeah uh, yeah why would you want to watch that wouldn't that just make it worse or is it I like, like that movie's like 10 years old and i yeah. was like i was like wow they actually did a really good job of it like it's like there was a definitely a lot of parallels between that and what's going on right now like oh yeah Respiratory illness came from a bat, uh, originated in China. Shut uh, up, really? Yeah, ends up like killing like a fucking ton of people. I, I this the one in the movie was like obviously more deadly for dramatic purposes, and yeah. like they took it to a place where like 
civilization actually did shut down and like people were rioting and looting and all that shit, which who knows, we might still see. Um, but Hopefully uh, not. I didn't buy any guns. I missed the boat. Yeah. Well, you can order them online. I'll send you a website after we're done recording. Yeah, but then we have to get a license or whatever. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So I hope that everyone who listens to this podcast is staying safe, staying healthy, take care of yourselves. Uh, this is a crazy, unprecedented situation. And in six to eight months, we will hopefully, uh, as long as everyone, you know, fucking listens and does the social distancing thing. Uh, and, uh, you know, don't play beer pong. No, definitely don't, don't lick your friend's hands and then chug beer. Uh, (laughs) and, uh, hopefully we'll come out on the other side of this and we will rebuild. Yeah. Is that how we're going to celebrate, um, Winning the coronavirus, me and you, is lick each other's hands and then drink like de-alcohol beer or yeah. non-alcoholic beer. That's or that's, your homemade booch. Yeah, we yeah. could. Or we can just do like, yeah, dirty our hands up and then just do like the like the the non-alcoholic booch luge down our hands into each other's mouths, just like. <laughs> yeah, and then give it like a cool name, like the beer bender, where it's like you're like the water bender from Airbender, but you're just like pouring it down your arm and it goes off your fingertips and it's yeah that uh we should definitely do that all right uh okay well thanks to everyone who uh tuned in to this special coronavirus episode of coronavirus factory uh <laughs> i've been your co-host Derek bolin you can find me on twitter at herder I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. You can find me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. You can find us, which is actually just Dale, on Twitter at OutrageFactPod. Also, like us on Facebook. We are the only Outrage Factory on Facebook. Nice. Uh, Um, Oh, and I just wanted to say we have moved everything over successfully to the new website. So if you've um, bookmarked anything, it might go to the old site. Like it might, if anything goes to the old simple cast, that won't work. So you got to kind of, if you go to outragefactory.com, it will take you to the new transistor website where everything is currently held. So you might have to update a couple links. Sorry about that, but it's, uh, it's all, I don't know. It's more technologically advanced. It's like a computer's better than the old website. Let's just say that. Cause I don't actually know what it does. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, oh yeah. If, if you liked this week's episode or any of our episodes, please, uh, rate review and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. If you really like this week's episode or you take pity on Dale and I, uh, <laughs> having to record this episode in separate homes, uh, for the yeah. first time, like newly divorced parents, uh, <laughs> fighting over With shared capacity. Or, yeah. yeah. Of our <laughs> shared capacity. <laughs> I just forgot what the word shared custody. Custody. Oh, also, sorry to cut you off. We are divorced and that's, that's what we do now. That's that. Uh, if you are listening to this, this hopefully will be our first video podcast. And I'm going to put it on YouTube and it's just Outrage Factory at YouTube. Or wait, Outrage Fact Pod. That's not how you pod. do YouTube URLs, but yeah, it'll be. Uh, it'll well, just go on YouTube and. Search it. Just search it. I'll tweet out a link to it once it's up. How's that? Then you can be even lazier. Not even worry about it. All right. And uh, until next week. Stay angry. But also healthy. Don't play beer pong.